0: Welcome to the dumbest smart guy podcast on the planet. This is the Central Unintelligence Podcast. Buddy, as they say, as we say, yeah, lightweight, (laughs) lightweight. Everybody wants body want to be a bodybuilder, but ain't nobody want to lift heavy ass weights. (laughs) All right. Welcome to episode number seventeen of the Central Unintelligence Podcast. As usual, my name's Josh. I'm here today. We also have Adam. Howdy, and. I hope you brought your fucking tinfoil hats today, because
1: oh man, we can't even say the phrase because we haven't done the wrestling one yet.
0: Well, what do you mean? We we can say the phrase because they're gonna go out at the same time. Well, shit, no, this one's gonna go out now, and they'll yeah, that's true. Fuck it, we can say it now.
1: All right, time to put on your patented R Truther your patented foil.
0: Game Rage magazine
1: R Truther
0: tinfoil hat <laughs> because. This this uh, this episode's gonna get a little conspiracy y conspiracy ish. Well, not a little. It's gonna be a lot. This is, this is gonna be primarily about fucking weird, very conspiracy, very fucking, very. What's what I'm looking for here? Very uh, circumstantial evidence. It's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of opinions and uh, rhetoric and jumping to conclude. That's what it is. Jumping to fucking conclusions is what this is gonna be about essentially. So.
1: Can I start off first? Oh yeah, go. You,
0: please do. So
1: that way we can get to everything else that you. Yeah, need. yeah. Because this is, cause this, will just, this will just be real quick.
0: Okay. Or not. Maybe it won't be. Who knows? Yeah, let's just right. go.
1: So, as somebody that enjoys pastrami, okay. Me thinking, you know, if I buy it from one place, sure, it's gonna be different from another place, which is technically true because not the way one place prepares it is different to another, right?
0: Right. The way so, they cook it, you know.
1: I went to a show. And the person that I went with, we ended up going to this place called Lucky Boy in Pasadena, okay. which is known for their food and such. Yeah. And I think one of their things was pastrami. So it just so happened to be that the conversation turned to pastrami where I learned that when it comes to the pastrami that is distributed all over Los Angeles, they are one and the same. So it's not just... You purchase pastrami from some, you know, meat factory or whatever. Yeah. And then you make it yourself. And then you prepare it yourself. There is one there is one or many companies that exist that distribute pastrami to, like, all the restaurants sure. in Los Angeles County. So, as it, I understand it, if I buy pastrami from the place that I love, which is Ari's in, in Montebello, oh, California, man, man. fucking amazing Pastrami. Although it's been rather hit and miss lately, I don't want to put them I don't want to I don't want to put them down or anything, but you guys have been fucking up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? They got to know. Yeah. It's got to be brought to their attention. Maybe they don't know. Yeah, so Lucky Boy was interesting cuz their their pastrami was a little bit more I think like peppery or something. Okay. There was a, there was a slight difference to it. But as the person that I was talking to brought up is that all the pastrami that every restaurant gets, it comes from one place. And I forgot what the company is called. It's something provisions. So they all get prepared.
0: The exact same fucking way.
1: Yeah. Or you can tailor it to your own restaurant
0: or whatever. But you, but But
1: nonetheless, the meat is the same. It's the same shit. Yeah. So
0: it's a psyop, dude. (laughs) Fucking who would have known that pastrami was a fucking psyop? And then, okay. Well then then, now that begs the question. Yeah. Now that this has seemingly, I mean, we we don't know where this guy got this information from. That you got this from, we're gonna who, who get, knows? We're gonna get hit up by the the meat mafia, dude. <laughs> the, the pastrami fucking mafia <laughs> the comes the up. Mafia, comes, comes, yeah. We just hear a. Yeah. Hey, uh, you guys were talking about fucking the pastrami. You need yeah. to fucking cut that out. I wish I knew what the company was. like. Something provisions. Incidentally. Here's your supply of pastrami. As long as you keep it. this, is your your pastrami hush money laced with Russian chemicals, like, the, the nuclear, arsenic, yeah. like. <laughs> the, the, the nuclear fucking makes you glow. Your, your yeah. pee starts glowing. Yeah, but again, that, so that does beg the question. Now that this is information has been brought to light, what other foods that we love and enjoy have all are all are the same thing? Where it's the same shit. They're all getting it from the same place. Mm-hmm. It's just oh, maybe this one puts a little more pepper on it. Or this one puts a little more mustard on it, or mm. whatever. But it's re- in the in the end of the well, at the end of the day, it's all the same fucking meat. Yeah, that's fucking wild, man. Yeah, and kind of disappointing.
1: It is a little bit disappointing because I thought, okay, if I buy from this place, this this shit is the best.
0: It's kind of like a placebo effect. That it really is. Yeah, because I convinced myself that this is better. Because we've gone to we've gone to Ari's, okay, yeah. and then uh, we've also had here the hat, okay, yeah. and pastrami at various other places, right. And to me, each one sort of has its own individual taste. But when you do really think about it, yeah, there's a, like okay, so let's get into a little of the pastrami, the pastrami weeds here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so the hat has a thinner slice than a lot of right. other pastramis, in my opinion. Yeah. And there's other ones that do thicker cuts, and sometimes I mean the way they prepare it could be you know it could be cooked a little longer, a little shorter, yeah. or whatever it might be, but yeah, dude, say god goddamn meat. What the fuck? <laughs> I feel like, okay, if there was one company that actually sources their own meat, I feel like it'd be In-N-Out. Like, they yeah. would have their own farms that they work with. That they that fucking they exclusively
0: buy the meat. The, like, they're but not selling else, that to McDonald's. But, yeah, yeah, but everywhere else. Like, every other mom and pop shop is getting, the, He's getting the same exact shit. So, if we go to, you know, Billy Boy's Pastrami down the street. Yeah, if we go to... Yeah, fucking, or you know, whatever. Just make up a name, Bi- Billy Boy. That doesn't exist. Maybe it yeah, does. Maybe it does. B- shout out to Billy Boy's number thirty-seven or whatever, because you <laughs> yeah. know how they all have the numbers after yeah, them too. Do. That's fucking hilarious. Um, yeah. If if you go down to Billy Boy's fucking pastrami, it's gonna be the same fucking exact pastrami yeah. that you could get there anywhere else around here. And maybe it's done by county because it would make sense. Okay, yeah. Like Los sure. Angeles County had. So do you think that? Okay. So do you think that there's an internal fucking politicking going on in the in the Pastrami industry where they go. This is my, this is my territory. Like like gang wars. Like, hey, dude, if it happens for telephone companies and and uh, and internet companies, it has to because they maybe they sit down and say, all right, guys, this is the map. You have you have you have everything west of Orange County,
1: (laughs) and we we will take everything east of Inland Empire. Yeah,
0: (laughs) and then if if I catch you selling meat in my hood, you're getting fucking you're getting capped. All right.
1: Oh, dude, you know what would be a fucking gangster TV series is like the meat industry like they fight for territories like to basically sell. I mean, they got to yeah. sell quality shit, obviously. Right. But they, they get in skirmishes with other meat mafias mm-hmm. and how they handle them is by like torturing them through meat factory in
0: the meat factory. Yeah. Cause that, when you look at all the mob movies, that is the fucking thing. It's, yeah. it's always in some meat packing facility that they're torturing people. Yeah, but it's, I, I think it'd be fucking great if they did. T- what if that's where they got the idea? They're like, Hey, the meat guys are already fucking torturing people. Why don't we just take our own guys and torture them there? Yeah, meat wars. Meat wars. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So Damn. That more or less wraps up the pastrami slash meat. Hey segment.
0: man, that was that was a good that was a good segment. All I right. Like that.
1: Now, now you can get to the main course.
0: Well, I mean, it's there's a couple of courses here, but the first thing that I kind of wanted to talk about is the the fire alleged fire that I'm now referring to it as that happened on the 10 freeway out here in Southern California in the, in the LA area. Okay. And well, maybe, huh. maybe it's not alleged cause the fire did happen, but for those that don't know a couple weeks ago, three, maybe three ish weeks ago, there was this massive fire underneath the freeway, um, uh, you know, in downtown LA, essentially right by the crypto arena, formerly the staple center. If you know what that is, And it's literally... I would say it's the worst fucking stretch of freeway for traffic. It is. It's pretty fucking bad. At peak hours or whatever. It is the fuck... It is ass. It is the most fucked up. It's five lanes in each direction. And it's just fucking all backed up at all times. It's just ass. It's a law of
1: congestion incarnate.
0: Yeah, it's fucked up. And so... Someone... Seemingly, I... I think it's at the state of California because the state of California owns the freeways, Caltrans or whatever, right? They, they take eminent, they claimed eminent domain over the portions of the freeway that they control. So like originally like the I-10 is an interstate, right? So that's kind of from my understanding, the federal government, owns kind of some of it, but the States are responsible for maintaining it because it's an interstate. So they get federal funding, but they got to maintain it themselves. Okay. So when they claimed eminent domain to make these freeways, obviously they're because when you're in LA, they still had shit underneath it. So there's underpasses. There's underneath areas to that. Well, the state basically owned the land underneath the freeways. So they, I guess must've fucking decided one day, Hey, um, why don't we fucking rent this fucking shit out to somebody? So you're talking about you know, much like a
1: table, there's four legs. Or Correct. And, and for 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 a freeway, there's uh pillars I, yeah. I suppose, and the land underneath it directly is owned by Caltrans or, or the, the state federal, of the California federal, or the federal, federal or, the fe- yeah, it's, it, or it, equally both.
0: Right, it's like but someone mm-hmm. had the bright idea to say, "Hey, why don't we rent this out to to someone as like storage?" And so that's what they did. They rented out that like a shit ton of that area that's all basically was unusable. Right. And they rented it out to make money. Okay, great. So what they had been doing is storing fucking pallets, just shit, whatever, cars, you know, there's car dealerships that have their overflow stock underneath that freeway that are local to the area. So there's just a bunch of shit that's under there. Also, one of the things being us, you know, being here in California in general is is, is homeless, right? We have an abundance of homeless individuals and they, well, they take up shelter under freeways. That's just kind of how it happens. So over the course of whatever, a few hours, I guess this thing caught on fire and it caught all these pallets is what really set the blaze off was pallets. And it just fucking, it just, it just was a, a, it was a pretty bad looking fire from the videos that I, I saw of it. So, as the fires happening they're fighting it whatever the, the, everybody comes out and they're saying hey old, old boy old boy governor governor newsom comes on and he starts saying about how oh this is going to take you know it's going to take us at least 2 weeks before we can get the crew out here to look at the freeway to even look at the damage and assess it it's going to take 2 weeks for them to assess the damage fully and then it's going to probably take another 6 to 8 months before we will be able to fix the damage that that is going is happening to, it, right? So they closed the the, the 10 freeway for it, what they said was indefinitely for 10 lanes of traffic, tra- you know, with the combination of both directions. They closed for a 3-mile fucking stretch on the busiest, most congested freeway on the planet. They closed it indefinitely, right? And said it was going to take potentially months if not years before it would be fully reopened. So we're talking about possibly a
1: domino effect or not possibly, it had a domino effect on other freeways cuz then everything would spill to other
0: Yes, yeah, so other what ended up happening is you had to take the peak traffic from 10 lanes and move it elsewhere because that 3-mile stretch was closed. So they were rerouting it to a couple other freeways around there which were which was the 101 and the 110 and the 101, for example, has two lanes in one direction. So you're taking five lanes and of traffic, of already dense traffic, and you're compressing it into two lanes of traffic that are already backed up. So it's bottlenecking. It's just it was it was it, or you're sending people to the side streets. So this was it was a fucking mess. It was I didn't like because I go that way to go to you know to go to my other thing. And I had to take a completely different set of freeways because, to avoid all that. So, here's where we get to the tinfoil hat part, in my opinion.
1: The R-Truth?
0: The R-Truth.
1: The R-Truther tinfoil hat. The
0: R-Truther, the Game Rage Magazine, R-Truther tinfoil hat. I, I think that they knew, because they reopened the freeway within days i mean it was like a week maybe it wasn't even that long right which seems impressive but i think that they knew that the freeway wasn't really damaged at all because you're gonna tell me that a fire these freeway pillars are literally 30 some of them are 40 feet in diameter thickness if you will just solid concrete and fucking steel and rebar i don't know if a little fire is gonna fucking take that and really fuck it up too bad sure it's possible but they were saying all this shit right it was just gonna be the worst thing ever it's gonna be months it's gonna be it's gonna be terrible and literally i didn't think about it in this manner of it being sort of quote unquote conspiracy conspiratorial that it, this was a setup or whatever. And I'm not saying that I think the fire was started intentionally, although they did say it was, they they determined immediately that it was arson. I, I don't know if the the state was necessarily behind that. I think that's a little good. Arson. He's your son.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> good one. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think the state was necessarily the one that started the fire or they were involved in the start, or it was a conspiracy to start the fire to begin with. But I do think that they said, well, there's that old saying, never waste a good crisis, right? So, well, we had this freeway catch on fire, so we did have to close the freeway down to fight the fire for like a few hours. So why don't we just keep it closed for a little longer, tell everybody it's going to be months to years before we can fix it. And then since we know it's really not damaged that bad or at all even, potentially, then let's open it up in like a week and then make ourselves look so great. And I didn't have this thought until after the freeway opened and I drove on it for the first time. And I don't know how it is in other states, but here in California, Caltrans likes to have these fucking signs, these digital light signs on the side of the freeway and they all fucking say like, Oh, they like to to say, Oh, there's congestion ahead or blah, blah, or some bullshit accident ahead. Take alternate route or, you know, construction 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 or, yeah. Or, uh, you know, Amber alerts, all that kind of stuff goes on those things. Right. Well, every sign along the entirety of the 10 freeway said, thanks for your patience. California gets it done. 10 freeway opened in days not months it says this on every fucking sign along the whole stretch of the 10 freeway which that i drive on which is probably 25 miles every fucking sign had that saying patting us on the back we did such a great fucking job and it comes at a time when coincidentally i mean our next topic is going to be about xi jinping's visit here to to, to california but it all it happened sort of concurrently as that was going along now i don't know if it's just coincidental that that happened around the same time but it was a shining moment for our governor gavin newsom because he got to say we had this problem. Look how good I am at doing governor stuff. I this thing was going to take years. We got it done in literally days because we get the job done. He literally got this whole press conference about how they were the crews were working around the clock, twenty four hours a day, for the the seven days or whatever, however long it was closed, two weeks or whatever the number was, and they're just patting themselves just just. unabashedly jerking themselves off in front of everybody at how great they are for getting this shit done when here in our local area they've been doing this freeway expansion that they literally said they're adding all they're doing was just adding a part of an overpass and they're adding an exit on one of the there they're redoing one of the exits over there and they said it was gonna take like seven fucking years to do this okay so do you do I think for a fucking second that the same organization that takes fucking seven years to put in and redo a freeway exit and add one little fucking lane of overpass that they would get this massive thing that was supposed to take years to fi- to fix that they would have got it done in days? Yeah. Okay. So
1: when it comes to streets, does Caltrans also is is, is city that- streets? No. Okay, because I was going to bring up the bridge that was just added, yeah, to Los Angeles, the new one that. Uh, I
0: and you street. know, because it's an overpass, yeah. they may have been involved, but the city, I think, is primarily—if it's a city street—they're primarily responsible. In for either it.
1: case, it's—I guess—it would just speak to the government that there's no, there's no haste, right, to what they do. None. So maybe I can entertain that possibly what they were parading around as a victory is 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 ultimately a ruse.
0: Yeah. Which is the heart of what I'm saying is it's it's a fucking it was just a lie. They just they just again made it up and said, "Hey, fuck it. Well, let's let's just let's just take advantage of this and say how great we are." At a time also <sighs> when it's very coincidental because we're looking at obviously here in the United States as a whole, we're looking at the 2024 election coming up right around the corner here, less than a year. And you've got people running their mouths. So I'm talking saying that Gavin Newsom is one of the guys who wants to throw his name into the ring to uh, potentially run either now or after whatever happens with this election. So if that maybe if that's the case, then yeah, he's he's setting himself up to look good. Oh, look at all these good things I did. Look at this, look at that. Yeah, so for the instance of this freeway
1: problem right it's that saying of uh well it's two things i guess it's sandbagging yeah you're saying oh my god i don't even know if we're gonna get it done oh it's it, gonna be so uh, long so you under promise and over deliver
0: yes that's yes under promise and over deliver oh this is gonna take 10 years but really we can get it done in six weeks and then we say if, if
1: if anything it was actually done at all, yeah. Besides inspecting,
0: right? Exactly. Which I think that's all they really did was just inspect it. I don't even think they needed to do they any repairs it. at they all. Just, they just walked they, up and like, mm, good enough. <laughs> because also, what was interesting too is the uh, the other sign that would float up on there on the freeway was saying no overweight trucks on the on the on the flashing sign. It all would right, also c- be that as well. I can't give you on that one because that was the precaution. But here is the thing. So you are telling me that we can have an infinite number of trucks that are just regular weight but one truck that's overweight well if there's a couple trucks that are over the weight limit oh man that's gonna fucking that's gonna ruin the fucking whole thing i imagine that trucks because they go through those fucking the scales and shit but i imagine that most of them are fucking overweight when they're when they're driving around because people are trying to pack the most shit into those things
1: a morbidly obese truck yeah basically how american
0: well, that's that's yeah, that is as American as it gets. <laughs> it's it's so large it has to have another truck to pull it. You know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh however, when you talk about timing of yeah. beneficial things to right. one's candidacy for the president of the United States, I mean shit, yeah, this one was wrapped up in a bow tie. That was, a, that oh, was a, it was a real it was it was a real Okay, but here here's the thing I question. So to a California resident. Yeah. I, I do think about okay, so let's say the day after they confirm this the structure of the the pillar of the freeway for the ten freeway is fine. Is fine. Yeah. A day after. It's a nothing burger story. Right. And then you let it ride for seven days and you milk it and say that Oh,
0: it's gonna, it's gonna take so long, but we're working around the clock, you guys, like, yeah. you know.
1: It just feels like it would be a missed opportunity to take a random event, if it was random, or it, who the fuck knows if it was somebody. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. Okay, I don't think this is actually what happened. But you know, Gavin Newsom paid somebody to, to trade, light the fucking thing. To, to, to do arson. <laughs> yeah, to light the thing on fire so he could have one small victory. Victory. Yeah. But then again it's just tough because there isn't enough ducks in a row to keep that to keep that in California residents minds that Gavin Newsom is doing enough good things for for them to, to for people to vote for him right this, this one is just kind of isolated but it is big enough because it impacted so many people right, that's that it is significant yeah so it would be almost a wasted opportunity to not milk this moment. So, it feels like a little bit of both, I suppose.
0: Yeah, it's a, yeah, it, either way, either fucking way, it is straight fucking government corruption. <laughs> because me as a citizen, and this applies to every level of government, be it local, state, or federal, in my opinion, if you're going to fucking, if you're gonna have some issue, right, just fucking be honest with me. Just tell me straight up, hey, listen, we don't really know how bad this is going to be, but it might be bad, so just prepare yourself. Okay, cool. And then a couple days ago, hey, you know what, bro? Well, everybody, citizens, I shouldn't say. <laughs> hey, citizens. Constituents. We we went ahead and and did that checking of this thing we talked about, and it turns out it wasn't as bad as we initially thought, and really, it's actually not that bad at all. So everything's going to be fine. It's reopening next in, in like a couple days. We're just doing a little fucking final touches and then... It'll be done. So instead of just blowing it up as this thing that's going to be the worst fucking thing ever and it's going to be literally months to years before this ever gets fixed, just fucking be honest. Just be straight up with me. I would I would appreciate that more and I would actually probably fucking be more inclined to vote for somebody who is just straight up with me as opposed to sensationalizing an event that you kind of maybe already knew wasn't really that big of a deal because to me the facts just line up to fucking much that they had to have known that this was nothing that this was like you said a nothing burger as they say they had to have known because you could have just come out and said that at the beginning there's no way you needed to do all this horse shit but they did and again pat themselves on the back for doing such a fucking great job yeah making themselves look good so all right that
1: anyways yeah. oh yeah just uh i guess we could transition over to all the coincidental things that happened because uh, I, I think you were getting at President Xi Jinping coming to California yeah. and the uh, the barricade because we talked about that last episode how the right. barricades were set up and yeah you said there were pro Chinese banners or oh yeah things like that everything was Gab- pro pro China and yes I do remember Gavin Newsom saying uh, did we wipe off the homeless encampments
0: specifically for Xi Jinping. Right. Yes. Yes. He he, he literally said in the press conference, "Oh, it, yeah, it, it, people are saying it looks like we did this just for Xi. Yeah, cuz we did. Yeah. He literally said that in the press conference."
1: Yeah. <laughs> um so now this leads to your I guess this leads to
0: Yes. Uh, so as like as like you could go listen to the last episode if you didn't, but we did we did talk about Fairly deep going into the whole thing with the Chinese coming here and, you know, Xi Jinping at least coming here for this conference, right? But we didn't get super deep into it. So I, we had talked about that, oh, there were these eight CEOs or whatever that paid a bunch of fucking money to sit at the same table as as Xi Jinping. So I, I decided, I said, you know what? I just, I'm just curious and I want to know who... And what these companies are and like, why would they have possibly wanted to be up there? Now, some of them are quite obvious. Uh, first one being the CEO from Apple, right? Tim cook. Okay. He fucking uses weavers for,
1: for, for labor. The,
0: the, yeah. And is that, is that, I hope I'm not just making that up, but I
1: know the, the, I think India is responsible for some of the production of Apple products. Right, yes. And I think China is as well. Yeah,
0: it's like, the, well, I mean, you saw it during COVID, you saw all the fucking the lockdowns of the iPhone factories and people getting trapped in there because they were, you know, in China because they were locking it down so hard. And it's like, oh, one person had a case while they were all at work. Oh, nope, that's it. You got to stay here for the next two weeks. Everybody you can't right. leave. Yeah. Um, right. And then, you know, the the things of where they installed the nets around the buildings because people would just kill themselves because the working conditions were so bad and the pay was so shitty and. They just would, they would just jump off the building. So they had to put suicide nets to prevent people from killing themselves as you know. So, yeah. So to me, that's an obvious reason why that guy wants to be sitting at that table. Who knows what level of contact he has with, with him, but you want it, to, it's publicly making it known in the one occasion that Xi Jinping comes to the United States and fucking however many years it's been Oh, now he's he's sitting with this, these people, right? For the perception, for the public perception that oh, these are relationships that they have, and this is they're important, right? So you got him there. Obviously, that's one of the reasons of why he's sitting there. Um, then another obvious one: you've got uh, the lady who is in charge, who's in charge of Mastercard, all right, a, a, a credit card company, finance. That that's obvious, I think, because China uses that kind of stuff, and also they like to spy on their citizens. So if you've got a company who is going to be your main function of credit card because you're technically a communist nation, so the government owns everything. So, oh well, the government's gonna, you know, we're gonna we're gonna say that your government card that you get issued for your your shillings every month or whatever your whatever your you want or whatever in China for your money. Oh well, it's it's a, it's it just happens to be a Mastercard, you know. That that's I don't know if it is or not, but or maybe they're trying to move in and make it a Mastercard. I mean, who knows that. You know how much money that is for MasterCard? That's a shit ton of money right there for them to utilize and process all those transactions. Yeah. I mean, and if you're the only game in town, well then you're the only one making the money. So, you know. Um, so that's to me was an obvious reason why they would be there. Uh also the the guy who's in charge of Boeing Commercial Airlines, not that I guess Boeing has separate divisions. There's the commercial division and there's the military division. So the commercial airline being like, you know, your seven thirty-sevens and your seven forty sevens, those types of deals, obviously China utilizes our companies, you know, aircraft in their industry of uh travel and you know whatnot. So that makes sense. One of the most populous countries on the planet, okay, you being the CEO of arguably the biggest and most popular civilian aircraft company. For travel, you you would want to be there at the table, right? That's pretty. That, to me, that's obvious. Uh, to make sure and continue your relationship, that oh, China's only buying Boeing civilian aircraft for their civilian travel industry because we're because we're the shit. Yeah, I mean, well, it is. It's it's a fact. Um, and then you had uh, the guy who's the head of FedEx yep. there, which yeah, I remember that one. Which to me again seems obvious. They can utilize FedEx wants to be. International. international shipping to china and you know maybe also within china internally as well who knows where the where the thing is because the government owns everything they can say oh these are the things that are allowed to operate and these are the things that are not allowed to operate so hey china's having a problem with whatever oh well we're gonna switch over and fedex is gonna be the new chinese postal service and they're gonna be delivering everything in china yeah um so that was obvious and then uh, there was another guy from Bridgewater Associates. Uh, his name is Ray Dalio. He's like the CEO. He kind of ties in with the uh, next two that I'm going to talk about. Um, but it's just it's a it's a, like an investment capital firm. Basically, they just they just have a shit ton of money. But the two the two big ones, which really fucking make, the, just really are just the 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 Art Truther hat is fucking on fire right now. It is like it is. It is cooking my brain at the retention of heat from the tinfoil that's coming off my brain because of these things. And it's just, it's like glaringly obvious. But I did a little looking into these things. So you had the guy who's the head of Blackstone and you get the guy who's the head of BlackRock. Now, what's funny about these two companies and also the other one for the the Bridgewater Associates, these guys all kind of worked together back in the 80s at Lehman Brothers. I don't know if you remember that name, Uh, but Lehman Brothers was essentially the cause of the financial crisis in 2008, right? Well, funnily enough, or eerily enough maybe is the right word, these two guys, they invented the mortgage-backed security. Well, they didn't invent it, but they turned it into what it became, which caused the 2008 financial crisis. They made this shit what it was back in the 80s in the nineties and they revolutionized the mortgage-backed security. So would, would you,
1: would, would you elaborate on what the mortgage-backed security is? So for people yeah, that don't understand? that's a good,
0: you know, Adam, fair, that's why you're here. Very, very, very fucking excellent question. So the mortgage-backed security is essentially an investment tool where one company can say, Hey, I own this mortgage, right? Where this person's paying whatever a month. So they take and they bundle a bunch of different people's mortgages together, not just the mortgage itself. This is how deep it got. Not just the mortgage, but monthly payments. They would say, okay, we bundled, this one's January, February, March, this one's March, April, May, and this other one's January, February, March. We had a bunch of months, and they would package them together, and then they would sell them to other investment firms. So that company would be getting essentially... Uh, money they would make money on it by then selling it to another fucking place and another place and another place so they were preventing their own losses and potentially
1: making a profit and then passing off the debt to somebody else for them to collect and potentially pass off to somebody else so it just it's like a pyramid. it's like it's a, a, pure, it's a pyramid. it's scheme. a pyramid it's a domino effect where everybody's uh, yeah. passing off and nobody actually has money to pay back those loans
0: correct so well then that's what happens yeah. so then The mortgage-backed security that had been sold, this guy's one let's just say my January of two thousand eight payment had been sold from the original place and had been sold to this guy. That it went to like it was like ten people or ten companies deep of how it had been sold. Sold So it went
1: from like say L.A. Financial to Wells Fargo to to Bank of America to here, and they
0: and they were all selling it amongst. There were instances where the same original person who sold it bought it back again and sold it again. So what what and then what ended up happening is being cuz cuz the the only way that everyone in the loop makes the money is if I make my January payment. Yeah. But if I don't make my January payment, then no one has the money to back it up to send it all around the loop again. Yeah. So then all these companies had all this debt of things that they purchased that they were just leveraging for the future because they were betting on the fact that I would make that payment. But then once I don't make that payment, then that's how you did that and you multiply that by millions. Yeah.
1: So before even that, I mean, how you get there is that people were purchasing homes that they
0: couldn't afford that right? was another part of it yeah. was the, the the reason why the banks were giving this doing this predatory lending yeah and they were basically allowing people to get into homes With that had cre- no business any credit like any credit any, 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 any income it. didn't give a shit yeah because they had the adjustable rate the arm the adjustable rate mortgage and that would be you would start off at zero percent for the first three or four years and it became very popular in 2004 2005 and obviously, once in two thousand and eight or two thousand seven, two thousand eight was when the adjustable part kicked in. So you're paying zero percent interest. So your house payment was like just principal and interest, which was you know, which back then, twelve hundred bucks you could get for whatever house you bought. You're, you're paying twelve hundred bucks. Yeah. In reality, well, it really you were just paying principal. You weren't even paying the interest. So in reality, you're just pushing off your interest to what your real interest rate should be, which is like five or six percent. Let's say. And it becomes astronomical. So almost. then your payment goes from like twelve hundred to like thirty-five or four thousand dollars. Yeah. And then that's when you got into the point of oh well fuck now we can't afford it. So then all these
1: companies were passing off this debt for somebody that couldn't afford their home. Right. And therefore, once it got around to the point that the people once were paying due yeah.
0: for that guy's January 2008 payment to come due. Yeah. It just had because everybody was making all their money on him paying the payments for every single month that they had been doing it up until he stopped making the payments. And it happened to a shit ton of people that all of a sudden couldn't afford their payments because they were astronomical and stopped making the payments. So then all these people, there's 10 different people that are left holding the buck saying, Oh, I'm owed this money. Right. So they all go out of business. That's how this, so anyway, so that's, that's kind of where, these two guys kind of got started. The Lehman Brothers affiliated people. Right. What are their names? Well, uh, so the CEO of uh, BlackRock's Larry Fink and the CEO of uh, Blackstone is this guy, Stephen Schwartzman. Okay. So that's how these two guys knew each other. Okay. And they worked there. And then they went off in the 80s after they did this, they went and made their money, and then they went and made these two companies. And so... Um, Huh. It wasn't just the two of them, but it was, there was like five or six other people. A lot of them were involved in creating basically these two companies, but these two guys are like the heads of it currently right, right now. So one of the things that Blackstone is, is is it's referred to as an alternative, alternative investment management company, which means they invest in things that you wouldn't, um, you wouldn't call traditional type investments. Like they're not your typical things that you would think to be investing in. Um, one of the things that they're known for now, which I don't know, maybe they're not known for, but at least that I found out is they control a trillion dollars worth of assets, like they own. So that's more than, you know, uh, it's more
1: than like the GDP of small of countries. most
0: countries, yeah. right? Okay. One of the things that Blackstone, which this is also this is this is where more tinfoil hats burning right. In October of two thousand. Guess what they purchased? The rights to or they purchased the mortgage for? They purchased the mortgage for a for a famous building in October of 2000. They purchased the mortgage for the World Trade Center 7 building. Ah, the one that one blew up, but that one wasn't directly in where the plane Correct. Like, no planes touched the building, it, but that one exploded. But it went some, down; it, it went got expl- taken down. And one of the reasons why the conspiracy theorists or person people that have believe in this conspiracy, because um, World Trade Center Seven was the only other building that was completely destroyed, other than the two towers themselves. So, okay,
1: could I, could I make a prediction? Yeah. So, so it, it exploded, right? Yeah. So was there some kind of like insurance fraud that was committed? Well, okay,
0: there was a massive insurance policy however the re- they took out this massive insurance policy i think it was like 3 or 4 months before 911 actually happened oh, okay baby. but here's the interesting part is who rented space in world trade center 7 okay you had the department of defense okay the irs all right the cia the secret service and the securities and exchanges commission the sec the sec right yeah. Okay. they there was another company that i didn't write down but they owned or they rented about 48% of or 40 something percent the, the the federal government rented about 40 something percent of this building right and so one of the conspiracies was obviously I, you, i'm sure you maybe you don't remember this clip but Like a month or so before 9-11, Donald Rumsfeld, who was at the time the Secretary of Defense. Yes. He comes out and says, hey, there's a trillion dollars worth of money that the Department of Defense, we just can't account for it. We just don't know what happened to it. It's It's just gone. We don't know where it went. So then there became this whole congressional thing where they were looking into it. Well, guess where some, if not a majority of those files, were held?
1: They were held World Trade Center Center
0: seven at the at the in the building in the offices that the DOD was renting. Also, they just so happened to be at the Pentagon in the same area where whatever hit the Pentagon, whether it be a plane or a missile, there's conflicting reports as to what it was. But it just so happened that that area that was badly destroyed housed a lot of the records for this, this money that would just happen to be missing. Mm -hmm. Right. Very, very coincidental that all the evidence just happens. Right. Okay. So there's that, which I mean, I'm sure we could do a whole episode on nine 11, but this, yes, this is just interesting facts about these companies that are sitting at the table with Xi Jinping. Right. Yes. Um, Also they own, I don't know if you heard of this little company called Houghton Mifflin. But uh, they make all of the books for every fucking school in the United States. Every book you ever had when you were in uh, elementary school or junior higher high school was Some a Houghton, or yeah, it's like a Houghton. Mif- I don't know how to fucking say it. But they are the ones who make all the textbooks for. School for the education of the children. They determine what content goes in there. I debate that. I feel like there's you two, that. two two additional. Okay, like, sure. You know what? You're right. You P- might be right.
1: Pearson and like McHill and some other ones, but they probably are like the major. But they are the number one. They are
0: unabashedly they're in every fucking school. Okay, that Houghton Mifflin has books in every fucking okay. school. All right, um, they also uh, own the Hilton. The Hilton Hotel Group. That, that whole that whole thing. They own it all. They own uh, they own SeaWorld. Okay, didn't know that. Uh, they also own this other thing called CSAC, which is a music rights organization. Oh, right. They're, so that's a PRO. That's a
1: uh, publishing rights organization. So there's two other ones. There's BMI and... Fuck, I forgot the other one, but CSAC. So yeah, yeah. So, they're, so they're, in the, they're in the music business. So yes, so they, they own, they they own it. it.
0: They own CSAC. Fuck, all right? that is... Fucking crazy! That's fucking insane. They also purchased a majority stake in Bumble, which is like a social media kind of app. Bumble, yeah, the it's the, well, the one where you can f- make friends or date,
1: right? You know, okay, hold on. Let me. I got to double check on those pros because there's two major ones, but they're they're like yeah. the third party. They're kind of like I want to say they're they're a newer face to it, but I got to look up the two other ones just so I. I because I said BMI, that's body mass index, but, <laughs> but it's something like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: body mass. Okay, but it actually might be BMI. Let me. But yeah, yeah. yeah continue. Okay, so so they took a majority stake in Bumble, which to me, if you, because again, the Chinese enjoy the government control and spying on their citizens. So if you have an opportunity to present to them of like, oh, hey, we also own majority stakes and can control what happens in these companies if you want to allow Bumble to exist in China where there's a billion fucking people, Hey, um, that gives us a billion new users. We can sell advertising, all that bullshit. And we'll just give you the data. You know, we'll just, we'll just fucking let you see what these people are fucking doing or whatever. All right. You. All right. Yeah. So
1: BMI is definitely, it wasn't just, you know, the body mass. It's like the name of the, it actually is one of them. Uh, so It's BMI, CSEC, as you noted, yeah. and ASCAP is the other big one. I guess those are kind of like the the, the big ones. three, like I guess, or the yeah. top four. Well, yeah, there's other ones too. All track. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't I haven't heard of that one. Uh, but yeah, those are like the main players. But they, just interesting that CSEC, is, yeah, yeah, it's is
0: owned weird. by fucking this major yeah. fucking thing. They also own a majority stake in Ancestry.com. Oh baby, so. That's fucking very interesting in general, because now you're talking about DNA, ownership of people's DNA. Who owns my DNA once I send it into there, right? Obviously, you sign all these things when you send it in. They own your fucking DNA. Mm. And could do, likely, whatever they want with it. Now, granted, I don't know, know because I'm not smart, so I don't know what they could do with it, but... Uh, hmm. They at least own the sequencing of my DNA if I send it into them, or they own... They can, they can do whatever they want with it. They could do run tests on it. They could, you know, who knows what the fuck they could do with it. All right. Um, There's that. And then they also own, in Vegas, they own a bunch of, they own the Bellagio, the Aria, the Vidara, the Cosmopolitan. Oh, God, dude. They own everything. And you know what they did? They did this thing called a reverse buyback where the original company who owned it was going to go bankrupt. So they purchased it from them for pennies on the dollar and now lease it back to the company. So the company pays them monthly payments. The original owner of the company pays them monthly payments. They own the land and they're getting paid monthly lease payments oh, from them. Fuck, dude. So it's like a double fucking whammy. Yeah. And they own a, lo- a lot of fucking hotel chains I- around there. Same thing with like the Hilton thing. Um they own American Campus, which is this company that is Well, it's called American Campus Communities. It's the largest developer, manager, and owner of student housing in the United States. Fuck, and that's one thing.
1: No wonder there was so much pushback for student loans being absorbed. Yes,
0: because that's part of what gets rolled into it is is your housing. Oh, shit,
1: dude. That's like, because then they would lobby for that.
0: Yeah, so that's one of the reasons why they probably lobbied and got, and and if you look at, Biden has really walked back the whole student loan forgiveness thing. he dipped his toe. He, he, he it, yeah, it happened. It Dabble. Happened. He did some, it, it, yeah, but, but it wasn't. It was it wasn't certain a full, ones. Yeah. It was certain ones, and I'm sure they were the ones that were educational only. I'm, sh- I'm sure. I hope there's info out there we could we could verify this with yeah. to see that the ones that were were done were probably likely not ones that included housing as part of their fucking. It was just education, student yeah, loan. It yeah, was. Yeah. It didn't involve housing or anything like that. Yeah, I, I would, would be very interested in that, yeah. to see. Um, so that was that was. Kind of the industry about them now we get to the big the big big the biggest one of them all which is Blackrock okay real estate they are well they're a they're tagged as a multinational investment corporation okay they own 9.42 trillion dollars worth of assets. they own what people have said and what other things have said is closer now to officially 15 trillion dollars which is like 49% or something like that of the United States' GDP. Oh, shit. So they own that in assets, all right? Um, as I said, they, you know, with the with the security, uh, the mortgage-backed securities and all that, okay? Also, BlackRock, interestingly enough, has a deal with Ukraine. They have a deal for the reconstruction of Ukraine in place so that when... Things get blown up, BlackRock's the one they pay to fix it, which is is interesting because as this war drags on, more things are being destroyed, more civilian infrastructure is being destroyed. This is akin to the Enron or not Enron, um, the Dick Cheney thing from the war in Iraq and en- uh, Halliburton. Dick Cheney was the, the head guy on Halliburton for so long, and then all of a sudden, Halliburton gets all the contracts to rebuild Iraq once we went in and blew the fucking the shit out of it, right? Same thing yeah. with Afghanistan. So this is sort of a... This is a lighter version of that. So they're... Be-
1: I don't even know... But they're, they're be- betting on
0: the war continuing because that's how they're making so much money. Well, I was going
1: to say, are, wouldn't they be betting... Okay, yeah, it'd be great for them to have this war continue because obviously, like, every time something gets knocked down, they're just going to...
0: So they're just to make to- profit, yeah.
1: Yeah, but they would also... I don't know. That kind of implies that also because they also would look into the future of Ukraine itself being prosperous at some point because then that they would want to throw more money at, or Ukraine would want to throw more money at them if they're investing right. in them. So it, it kind of works both ways. Yes, if, as long as the war continues, yes, it'll be cool. beneficial to BlackRock, but it'll also be beneficial to them because if Ukraine becomes a prosperous nation or whatever you want to call it. If yeah. they become like more first world, right. then it's in the, it's in the interest of BlackRock, BlackRock itself too.
0: Yeah. Well, um, also think about this. Who's been giving the Ukraine the most amount of fucking money? Well, only Us. The US.
1: Right. So actually NATO, NATO,
0: well, NATO, also, NATO. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. we fund NATO majority, yeah, yeah, any, yeah. majority, the majority of NATO anyway. So if you think about it, they got this deal and they know it's good. They know like they know Ukraine's good for the money because they're getting it from us. So I, I just thought that was very fucking interesting. Also But oh, was like, now now Ukraine is not getting well I don't, I don't you know think the US budget may well there's we're still giving Ukraine money. It's not maybe as much as it was before the Israel thing happened. But we're still we're still kicking them a bunch of money. They're still we're kicking them billions and billions of dollars every week. We're fucking signing new things and sending them shit. So, okay. um, so the money's still flowing to them. Yeah. So, it you know, that's very interesting. Um, what's what's one of the things to me that's probably the most I don't know what the fucking term for this is. Just jarring about this, or the most scary thing about this one is, is the deal that they have with China, and. China owns everything in the country, right? They own and operate every company because they're a communist organization. There's no private ownership or whatever. And there's definitely no, well, there is some, but there's no foreign country uh, companies allowed to operate outside of the Chinese government inside China, right? So
1: that makes sense. I mean, because, I mean, kind of like we talked about the previous episode with Russia that they are in a surveillance state. Correct, yeah. So they want total transparency so that whoever's in charge stays in charge because they know everything at all times. Right. So if that applies to the businesses as well, it makes sense why they wouldn't have foreign countries uh, investing their own businesses into China itself because they wouldn't know what would be going on within the building itself with the the employees and all that stuff. So yeah, I could see
0: that. Yeah, so okay. So one of the things that is jarring to me is that BlackRock is the first and only foreign-owned company that is allowed to operate independent of the Chinese government inside of China. So they're the only foreign company that gets to do business without the Chinese government being in being ownership and telling them what they fucking need to do. They're allowed to operate independently. Because they're large enough to have leverage over Well, them. because they basically... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they they are in the mutual fund industry. They're in the financial sector. Mutual funds. That's, where the, that's what they operate in in China. So China, I'm sure, is somehow getting some kickback from this, and it's making them money, which is why they allow it. Right, yeah. And it's got to be a massive amount of fucking money. For them to look the other way. Right. And additionally, as you said, with the uh, real estate thing, Blackstone, BlackRock, they have been buying up all of the real estate. I mean, everywhere. There's been, here in California specifically, and I at least can confirm and have experience with this because of one of the things of us looking for a property to do certain things with, we've been doing that for the last couple of years and have been coming up short because we will get outbid at the last minute by some foreign quote unquote investor that pays cash and pays over the asking price it's kind of been going that's why our housing prices in california are so high right now is because it's inflated the market and BlackRock and blackstone are one of the organizations kind of behind this happening because they can, they also come in pay cash and they offer more than asking price because they want to buy up for whatever i don't know what the reason is but they want to buy up all the fucking housing could it be the thing that what's his name uh Fuck, what's the guy's name from, uh, Klaus Schwab says that fucking thing about, ah, yes, you will own, you will own nothing and you will love it. We will own all the house. You will rent everything. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, you will eat the bugs, you know, that that sort of thing.
1: Oh, is that, is that from like the, is that like the Great Reset thing? Yes, that's, yeah, that's exactly okay. what that's from. I, yeah. What was that summit for? Do you remember what that thing was? I think it was
0: the World Economic Forum was the wf which is like the major it's like the, everybody calls it the illuminati fucking get together where they you know they get together and discuss what's going to happen over the next year they do it every year right okay, In, yeah, yeah. economically they, they kind of right. discuss the game plan and yeah, so I got, I got you so yeah so so sure that's kind of making it seem a little a little fishy mm-hmm. um another interesting thing about this this company BlackRock is they appointed this guy to its board just recently who is also the president of the saudi arabian oil corporation <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, so 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 this guy's on the board of BlackRock now. It's like, oh, there's another connection coming in here. Um especially with all the stuff going on in Israel mm-hmm, with, with Hamas. Yep, yeah. Mm-hmm, yep. And that potentially disrupting oil operations and you know, there there's weird things afoot. Yeah. Um so that okay, so that was seven of the companies, right? Or six there's six of the seven. Wait, one, two, three, four. Yeah. Okay, Let's so there, not, let, I was gonna say there's also, one more. Oh, sorry. Okay.
1: Let's not get too carried away of, like creating a laundry list of uh i mean sure all this information is great but there is there
0: is a and yeah, yeah. There's, there's an end game, game. okay there's all an right. end game to this right. my my conspiracy theory yeah okay so the last company is this company called gilead sciences that was at this table okay i didn't know what the, i'd never fucking heard of them before didn't know jack shit about them okay so i look them up they're a pharmaceutical company okay Okay. they created well they created and own tamiflu which is you know, it's an antiviral, like a flu treatment or whatever for just the regular kind of flu. People use it. It's on the shelves everywhere. Fucking, it's like their number one, one of their number one products. Yes, that they make. Okay, they also created several HIV treatments, um, Truvada, which is the only approved preventative HIV medication currently by the FDA here in the United States. Okay, they're the only, they're the only game in town. Uh, they also created Remdesivir, which was the COVID nineteen treatment. They created that as well. Also, interestingly enough. As I brought up Donald Rumsfeld earlier, uh, prior to Donald Rumsfeld getting appointed as the Secretary of Defense in 2000 or whatever, he was the CEO of this fucking company, and Gilead Gilead Sciences. Sciences. He was the CEO of this company and was running it. And he was there when they, because they didn't. I think I don't think they created Tamiflu. They basically like bought it from a company. They bought a company. They hostile took over basically a company who who did create it, and they bought it out. But now they own it because that was part of the deal. So, um, that's also just, and he, st- Donald Rumsfeld actually stepped down as the CEO because he was appointed as secretary of defense. So you can't be, you know, in, in charge can't of hold office right, and, and, yeah. and be in charge of fucking private corporations. Looks Weird, What? Cause then it looks weird. Well, yeah. Cause then you could just give contracts and, you know, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a conflict. However, that's just what they do anyways, they do anyways obviously, yeah. because that's like with the Halliburton thing with Dick Cheney, he just yeah. gave, they just got the contracts anyways and, and still benefited. So, um, so when when I see all these companies and them wanting to have this 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 uh, seat, this is here where I'm going with the end game. But seriously, here, them wanting to get this seat at the table with uh, with with Xi Jinping as he's here in Ca- in California for in the United States for the first time in fuck however long it's been, they want it to be, in my opinion, they want it to be at least publicly known that hey we're here with China. We're here. We're talking to the guy, the man in the demand the myth the legend himself, the guy in charge of China. We're here. We're making deals. And they want it to be publicly known for whatever reason that they are essentially seeing China as the future PR wise or whatever you want to call it investment with China or being involved with China. They want to be associated with, Oh yes, with that
1: yeah there's definitely uh just amongst the companies that you talked about the diversity in the industries that are involved i mean that's quite a bit of things
0: it is it's a lot of different things and one of the things that okay because we know you talk about we talk about like on the music podcast we talk about live nation and monopoly that kind of shit right all these monopolies that have come up with you know these these strangleholds on industry well communism is the perfect breeding ground for monopoly because it's the government owning everything now if china wants to make itself more money because it is having its own financial crisis right now with its own housing yeah crisis essentially houses that that nobody's buying nobody's buying because nobody has fucking money right exactly so if you want to get yourself out of this hole injection like a, a foreign injection. A foreign uh, injection of all this capital because they're going to come here and they're going to build infrastructure. They're going to do this. They're going to make their stuff here. They're going to do whatever the fuck, the, whatever it is that they're going to do. Yeah. You're going to get them to do all that here in, or there in China. And you're going to solve your problem because you're going to then give people jobs that are going to have money to go do it. And the companies that are going to be doing this, it's in their best. It's, it's a great deal for them because if, for example, Apple uh let's say has the deal where they're making the shit there and they oh the chinese government all of a sudden says well the only phone that you can now have is an apple phone it is illegal to own any other phone other than apple uh and the pay is going to be shit right yeah exactly and also we're going to be able to know everything that you're fucking doing because that's how this works uh for your social credit score uh mastercard a credit card company oh hey we would like you to utilize your uh knowledge of the the credit score system and how it works in your country to create our social credit system or revamp it or make it so that it works just like that. Where, oh, you do a transaction and bam, it affects your score. Every, like, because there's mechanisms that exist that obviously for our credit scores, as you do a transaction, as something happens, your credit score either increases or decreases automatically as you do that. There's an algorithm that fucking determines whatever your credit score is from the credit bureaus so mastercard would have an intimate knowledge of how that fucking works also as a side deal of that you do this you, mastercard will be creating the fucking the the, the credit or helping create the social credit system there and also will be the only card that's allowed to be used it'll be a mastercard or whatever the chinese government version is you can have two choices chinese government version or mastercard either way we're, we're gonna know what the fuck you're buying and what you're doing with it yeah it's, it's, same thing with with the aircraft company and then you've got this pharmaceutical company that had one of the only treatments for COVID-19 approved by the FDA. Well, now the Chinese government, obviously their own version of that didn't really work that well. Cause they had a major problem with creating medication and things to help with the COVID-19 outbreak, right in China. Yeah. So if you were going to leverage them to allow them to do operations in your country and say, Hey, Hey, for the next thing, which just so happens, there's a new thing in China now. There's a new virus going around. Well, if, you, if you've if you got this hotshot American pharmaceutical company and you're going to allow them to help you create the vaccine or the medication or the treatment for the next thing. yeah. And again, for these companies, it's in their best interest because there's no competition there. The Chinese government just says, well, no one else is allowed to compete against you. You will be the only one doing these things. So there's big money to be made because they're the only game in town essentially over there. Yeah. So I don't know what that says about their loyalty to us in these America. Com- these to these com- companies. These I don't
1: companies that were bred here right. bred and made here are turning their backs. I don't even know if that's the right. I don't term, know if they're but, turning their back, but, but they're, they're at expanding least, their operations overseas
0: right, to the enemy, essentially. Which, which is what China as we we have to call it what it is. I mean, we are not friends. We're not. I mean, we, we may we may kind of be friendly sometimes to each other, but we're not allies. We're not friends with the Chinese government. They are a communist government dictatorship, essentially. Well, on uh, they they vote on paper or whatever, but I mean, clearly. The, it's a communist dictatorship and we are a democracy, uh, you know, a federal Republic or whatever the fuck the technical term is for what we have. Yeah. Um, so in that vein, are they going to, are those companies going to then take the things that they do in China? Like some of the things that potentially that I suggested about social credit, the spyware, all that stuff. Are they going to take those things and then come here and say, Hey, us government, we we know you guys like to see what your citizens are doing, and maybe you know, maybe we expand the social credit score. Maybe we do this. Maybe we get the right guy in office, and he signs off on some of these things. And because again, you've got the major investment firms that could fund a presidential campaign to put somebody in office that they want, right? And just earmark and then just signs off all the shit, and then also they're paying off or. Funding campaigns for a majority... Let's say they fund campaigns for a majority of senators that would vote on this thing. And then you have all the votes you need in your pocket to to do all the shit that you ever wanted to do. Mm. And be able to do your shit here in America also. Yeah. So, it's... That's the conspiracy part. Because I don't... I have no evidence that this is fucking what's going on. But at all. then that goes against national
1: security as well. If, it, they, if they do that.
0: It does. Because then...
1: Let's say all these companies go in bed with China, right? Yeah. It works out great for them, whatever the arrangement is. It injects capital to China itself. If it comes back to us,
0: then it becomes a national security problem that. It uh, is. It's a major national security issue. But if you've got the people who are determining what is and isn't a national security issue on your payroll also, then who cares? It's not, yeah, sure, it's a national security issue, but if you're. Telling them to look the other way, but then you're you're
1: that just would uh, call into question people's loyalty to uphold the constitution.
0: Well, I think that when we look at when we look at what's been happening in our country lately, or just in general, I think people are more loyal to money than they are to anything. I wouldn't debate
1: you on that, but I would argue that there are just as many people. Agreed. That, there that, are, that,
0: are that will not stand for There are just as many true patriots yeah. who would rather die than yeah. take a, a cent to do something that they didn't
1: but yeah, believe in. And, and, in that. And, if, and if there's is there enough money to basically flip the country.
0: Right. And I'm not saying that I don't I'm not picking a side and saying who I think would win in this eventual fight that I think is going to happen, but what I'm just simply saying is that we could very well be witnessing the groundwork being laid of the future drastically changing for us here in America depending on how this goes yeah and it's just it's just very interesting to note that they did this again california has been very i've talked about this before but you know the chinese government has been or one shell corporation of the Chinese government or another has also been involved in coming in and buying property here in California. Yeah, And there's a lot of States that are now starting to ban that practice. There's, I think it was in Alabama. I think we might've talked about it, but one of those States, they did that. They banned the Chinese government from owning properties and they sent the thing to them saying, Hey, to the company that was in ownership, they said, Hey, we've, you've taken too much money. We've seen from China and you're considered a Chinese Back corporate. Engine. Yep. And so you can no longer own this property. You have 24 months to sell this property. And if you do not, we will come in and take it from you. And so that's already happened that they've said this stuff and they've done it. So now I don't think California will ever do it because of obviously, and again, here's going back to the thing with, with Newsom. He's the one that fucking he's taking credit for, for bringing Xi Jinping fucking back to the United States and setting up this meeting between Xi Jinping and fucking Joe Biden. Like he's kind of like taking the credit for that, right? So so he's painting himself as an
1: international. Yes. Somebody that that is, is we'll dabbling, set himself in, up. dabbling in international affairs and international diplomacy.
0: Right. Because he met with Xi Jinping already a couple of months ago in China. Right. And this is where I don't, it doesn't make sense. Why would the governor of a state in the United States go meet with the fucking president of China in China? That doesn't fucking make any sense at all to me um kind of stay in your lane there fella like the chinese president okay okay the chinese president xi jinping he won't meet with presidents of other fucking legitimate countries he has his foreign minister meet with them but you're gonna meet with the governor of a state which is less than the fucking president of the united states obviously yeah
1: i guess that would have been my argument is okay Mm. well i guess i mean for this instance in which Xi Jinping came to California and is greeted by the governor. That is equivalent of, like, uh, you know, our local president in California, right? Yeah. I mean, sorry, he's, he's not the president, but right. the governor is basically... it's the president of, Cal- uh, it's the, president of, of the, the state, state basically. Yeah. yeah. So, that makes sense because you're hosting right. this thing. And, you know, there are international embassies in yes, other countries. Correct. So... That's where my argument would be against why...
0: Right. Well, that uh, makes sense, right? Yeah. That makes, does make sense. But, but then why two months ago did Gavin Newsom go to China mm-hmm. and Xi Jinping received him in Ch- When he doesn't even receive, like I said, presidents of major foreign fucking nations, he has his foreign minister do that. He doesn't dick with them. Yeah, I don't have so, an answer for that. right, but it's it's very it's very odd. It's very it's very conspiracy theory-ish. It's very fucking yeah. makes you think, it makes you wonder what's really fucking going on yeah. behind the scenes. And this meeting of all these people at this fucking table in this public fashion is just is is activating my almonds to the fucking highest level. Too many, too many main characters, dude. My jimmies have been rustled to the point that I don't know if they will ever be unrustled again. Yeah, I. Yes, too many main. There's too many fuck. There's too much fucking shit happening right it's now. Too much plot happening yeah. in one in and one location. It's all plot, and we can't. We don't know what the fuck
1: the plot is, though. That's that, the problem. That's, that's how, we're too NPC, like yeah, man. Because we were, They might we might be three-dimensional characters or shit maybe we're two-dimensional and they're three-dimensional or even four-dimensional maybe four-dimensional, who the fuck knows we can't knows? even see we can't even see the other dimensions no
0: yeah that's how fucking blind we are yeah so i you know i just don't know where this goes i will definitely be monitoring any news that comes up about any deals or anything because they do, they, they will put shit out there. It'll be fucking very downplayed or whatever, but I could, I could find shit on the, well, the conspiracy guys will find it and I'll just fucking be, be fortunate to have uh, benefited from their internet autism of fucking doing, uh, analyzing spreadsheets and fucking finding this weird information of weird shit that, you know, comes up. So yeah, yeah, I, I will benefit from that, but, I will keep an eye on it. And obviously any anything that I find, I will obviously report back here. Yeah. But it's just, it's very, it, it's also very concerning. That's, that's my other point, I guess, takeaway of this. It's just, it's just concerning.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a lot of things that uh <laughs> you brought up a lot of things that were, I guess, give weight to what you can, or yeah,
0: uh, I think, um, theorizing. Yeah. The kids, as the kids call it these days, I would say that it's just very sus. Yes. Su- at the uh, very least, it's just sus.
1: There there, there was plenty of evidence. I mean, granted, this is anecdotal and I had to look, look into this myself. Sure, But I mean,
0: you're not just babbling, talking nonsense. Oh no. You know where I looked up all this shit that I found about these companies? It's uh, on Wikipedia. Yeah where i got it all and then i double confirmed the sources of that yeah. and found it on other places just because you know anybody can edit shit on wikipedia but i think wikipedia does a pretty fucking good job of maintaining truth or whatever or less, on there yeah. more or less so
1: yeah so it's not just that you were yeah i wasn't making just all making this making shit up, up. yeah just, i mean there was plenty of evidence that would give weight to
0: what you think
1: is happening
0: precisely precisely yeah so anyways um. Oh, that was pretty much it. What? What? Uh, what time are we at on this? Uh... Hour and twelve minutes. Oh, cool. Fuck yeah. We, we got. I thought we were gonna only get thirty minutes out of that. So yeah. Fuck yeah. You got any other uh, topics for this? Uh, Shit. I'm CV? glad I didn't.
1: I didn't cut you off because, uh, uh, for all the people that you were listing, along with all the companies that they're affiliated with, uh, the main players that were at this gathering. Yeah. Uh, in the history of the united states in context to this conversation that we just had it holy fuck man it raises a lot of eyebrows i mean shit uh if you weren't a conspiracy theorist uh prior you, to this moment yeah. you certainly feel like one now maybe you,
0: you you might fucking be one now yeah that's for sure
1: I, so. I i i definitely feel like i'm like oh that was too many coincidental yeah things like too many
0: up. weird fucking things going on at once yeah you know so. uh,
1: De- definitely a very cool episode i got to just sit back and hear you talk wax wax poetic on yeah. fucking
0: on conspiracy shit yeah <laughs> and, and fucking uh it's kind of like see what you do all right what you do for the music yeah where, where you 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 go fucking hard and deep into people's fucking pasts and fucking all that shit I do the same thing for this this thing. This yeah. is my version of that, right? Yeah. So, uh, I I get fucking crazy, and people uh, and people probably think you know that I'm a fucking psychopath, and that's fine. I mean, obviously, I I, I rant about things on here sometimes, and that <laughs> yeah. being one of them. But the
1: ice wall, dude. The ice wall. One oh, was, we did I ever send you the uh, the lore for the ice wall? People the, are creating lore for other oh, ice no wall. Oh no way. Yeah. So they 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 even have uh, land masses that they made up for beyond just what we know. Of earth
0: oh yeah, yeah i've seen some of those things yeah, yeah where they they have different areas or different like yeah, realms or whatever it's they're pretty, referred I mean,
1: as even if it's not true it's just it's just it's cool fun to, it's yeah. fun to look at because somebody put time and effort to come up with something like that yeah with some lore that's yeah. pretty
0: sweet yeah but yeah so uh, i don't know hopefully this episode was good because it for people because it wasn't you know we're not talking about fucking israel we're not talking about that you know we're, we're providing a nice little distraction from from the from the the bullshit that's, that's going on, I guess, in, over yeah. there. Because that's dominated the news cycle. And honestly, at this point, it's, I'm kind of tired of it. Now, now it's kind of become
1: desensitized. But there are, I mean, shoot, there's a lot of people I follow that are still oh yeah, harping Hardened. about this. But not to say, again, I'm not indifferent to that subject. It's just, man, I mean... Are both sides... Shit. I don't even want to talk about right right yeah, now. I, I don't even... I'm good. I'm we're good, dude. We're good. Yeah. I'm fuck good. it. We're good. So, anyways, so... It's not that we don't care. It's just, it's just there's, that... There's a lot of shit going on.
0: That Yeah, and then that, and there's a lot of fucking other assholes talking about it, and uh, fuck yeah. it, we, we hear it all the time. We're yeah. just We're just inundated with it, and... Uh, and also, I mean,
1: just because a news outlet has a particular spin or perspective doesn't mean you should buy... into it either true
0: don't even buy our fucking spin on things or buy our don't don't even do your own research as we as we say that's that's our own fucking you know we pride ourselves on being fucking amateur historologists so yeah you you fucking you do your own historology research and fucking figure it out for yourselves
1: yes ultimately think for yourself
0: yeah true that and so uh another thing do
1: your own research yeah
0: did you have any topics you want to talk about no just okay just patrami good all right so i also wanted to say In the future, for the the upcoming episodes, uh, there's kind of some topics that I've been wanting to dive into. One of them being the Crusades is gonna be one of them, (laughs) which, man, I can't wait. That's like, that's gonna be so fun. There's just so much hilarious. Now, granted, I guess they were horrible things, but they're just funny. There's a lot of hilarious shit that happens (laughs) during the crusade. Why, do you have stuff that you actually researched? I've looked into some things, yeah, and there's, like, this thing... Well, I don't know. I have a fucked up sense of humor. I just think some things are funny. I'm like, oh, man. Like, how how they got into, like, uh, like they started the fucking Crusade. Uh, The first Crusade was, like, the Pope fucking basically just came, and he's like, yes... God damn it, we need to get rid of the Muslims. And then he's just, <laughs> <laughs> just fucking, everybody's like, yeah. And then there was another one of the crusades, it was called like the People's Crusade. And basically, the The church wasn't backing it, but essentially this guy got everybody riled up, and then they were like, "Yeah, we we need to take back the holy land," and they went and fucking got massacred. Like they, so, the Muslims just fucking murdered them all.
1: You remember you ever on one of the previous ep- episodes we were talking about Nathaniel Bacon? Oh and yeah, I yeah. got it completely wrong. Like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. what was the event itself? It was Nathaniel Bacon r- raising, raising hell. And Getting like a, a small insurrection militia, or whatever, yeah, to go was it a, to go against the British
0: or no, no, it was to go against wait, no, it was to go against uh, bacon. Right I'm gonna look it now, I gotta look it up. All right, you, you hold it down, so hold, can, hold yeah. it down. So, anyways, crusades, so yeah, so, so we got the crusades coming up, we're gonna do one on those, uh, and it'll probably we're gonna do that and then. I do want to do one on just getting into like <sighs> Catholicism in general, because I do think that, uh, not to necessarily go down the, I don't know, religious portion of it, but the historical portion of the Catholic church. And it, that'll kind of be a, that might be a dual kind of episode thing with the crusades one. Cause it's kind of, they're, they're closely related, but
1: yeah. So B- Bacon's rebellion was, uh, Nathaniel Bacon going against the colonial government. Yeah, right, because of taxes. Of, of Virginia. Uh, over. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. The only reason I brought it up was that it, he was fighting against. Wait, what, what was the thing we were talking about before? It was talking about the crusade. Oh,
0: yeah, where they this guy got everybody riled oh, okay, up. Okay, so that's and what then, I was getting Yeah, at. so. <laughs> and I, then they got know. they all got murdered. Like that's yeah yeah
1: because that's kind of what happened with uh, the, the Bacon's Rebellion. Yeah, really, yeah. yeah. That, that thing got you know kaput or whatever. Yeah yeah kaput.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So we got we got that coming up. We got that one, and then you know whatever else we fucking decide to talk about. So those are two that Sweet. I'm looking forward to for sure. Um, that'll be coming up soon. And then uh, yeah, you can check out. Uh, you know, I guess it's the end of the episode. So you know, go check out all our shit. You you fucking you know what to do. Fucking uh, go check out. Listen to it. Uh, you can check out all our other podcasts you know on GamerageMagazine.com uh, I don't know if this one has all that shit at the end but whatever fucking, <laughs> you, you know you know you know and you ain't you ain't doing it anyway so whatever yeah. fucking uh, but nonetheless uh, shout out to Belgium fucking uh, holding it down Belgium number one and uh, you know hey to those of you who do listen we thank you we appreciate you we see you keep on looking. was the latest episode of the central unintelligence podcast don't forget subscribe and like on instagram and tiktok at game rage magazine we're also on twitter slash x at game rage mag also our website www.gameragemagazine.com